Hi everyone. We need to take a moment and step back and acknowledge all of the sadness and anger that has been happening in our world. We know that video games aren't all that important when faced with the blatant injustices out there, and no amount of escapism is going to wipe away all the pain that is felt. Sometimes, though, video games have been there to help us process our feelings. They've given our minds a chance to rest, allowed us to further understand perspectives beyond our own, and even taught us to be better people for each other. While this week inspired us to push for change in our communities, gaming this week has helped us rest and recharge so we could push even further. We support and will work towards a more tolerant, more peaceful future. And with that, let's get into our episode. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to this week's Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all you stump grinders listen to. Stump grinders. Stump grinding. Uh, this week, over coffee, let's fight. Our news is going to be fire. Our topic is feeling things. And our dragon this week is electric. Boogie woogie woogie. It's Jerry Lawson, one of the engineers and creators of the first cartridge-based video game system. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with that, as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Joe. And hey, everyone. I have a special guest this week. <laughs> it was not that car. <laughs> it's a car. I mean, hey, hey. <laughs> the first car on a podcast ever. Do we all have to reach underneath our seats? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no. I'm in so much debt. <laughs> oh, we have Lewis back on the podcast. Lewis, what up, sir? Hello, hello. That's me. I'm Lewis. Hey. That's, that's right. Uh, all of you longtime listeners. We'll, uh, we'll know him as the other deep voice person on this podcast. <laughs> Make it hard for you all Make out there. Make it real hard. You got to listen for the nuances. Yeah, that's right. Who's who? Uh, Lewis is one of the original members of the Taste of Dragons podcast. He actually helped give this dragon flight. That's right. <laughs> Put the flame in its belly. Mm. He's like one of our original Kickstarter backers. That's right. Right. Yeah. 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 And then I dipped when I when I saw what it wasn't worth, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm I'm gone now." <laughs> oh, was that a dig? Wow. No. Well, what it wasn't. That's worth? why I'm back because now I'm like, "Oh, wow, it's amazing." Oh, uh, oh. he saw the error of his ways. Yes, That's I realized right. okay. I was wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lewis lived in New York for about a year, as and became an avid listener. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you have any favorite episodes? <laughs> You're a listener, right, Lewis? Specific episodes? <laughs> Episode title and number, please? That's impossible. I, I don't remember eating breakfast. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Troy, what's your favorite episode? Oh, gosh. Uh, this one. Title and number. <laughs> It was that one I wasn't on, and when we were in Japan, yay! yay. <laughs> um, what what is your favorite uh, type of game? My favorite type of game, um, open world, open world all the way. Um, just the ability to explore as much as you want is something I truly love about playing those kind of video games. And if that game were a sandwich, mm-hmm. that game were a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If that's your favorite game, then what's your favorite sandwich? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I, I discovered this recently when I was thinking of sandwiches a lot for this podcast. That's right. Um, uh, a chicken salad sandwich. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. And any specific type of chicken salad or just any? Any will do. Um, I mean, I've only really had like two types of chicken salad in my life. Oh, we have to open up your eyes, man. Yeah. Is I it the one with the raisins in it? Yeah. It, no. Some, some little Definitely not that apple. one. It's a little yeah. slices of Okay, apple. the apple, yes. Mm-hmm. Raisins, no. Do they, do they do celery in chicken salad? Yes, Sometimes. they do. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they like do. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what's great about chicken salads is that it, there's so many different types. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but if it were up to me, I would like, because you know in those kind of salad dishes, they put a lot of mayonnaise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I try to not put any because I don't like mayonnaise. Oh, 
That's like the essential part of chicken salad. salad. I know. It's like a core building block. Yes. It's like, you know, I'll I just know. take away the bricks. You know, but this no, building the, doesn't need Or the mortar. No, no, yeah. this can just be all bricks, no mortar. Yeah, that's you, it. Not a fan. Do you replace the mayo with something? Because you got to, like, bind it together. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I've had it made for me, and I asked them, what's it, what's it made out of? They're like, oh, um, you know, something. They didn't tell me, but oh, it wasn't mayonnaise. mystery. It was mystery. So now oh. I'm on the search for no mayo chicken salad. I feel <laughs> like you like open world games, but without maps. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand how that works you know actually i feel like some, they were just lying to you the maps were there the entire time you just didn't realize yeah. it was maybe the, the right may, looking maps maybe i'm like enjoying it so much and then later on i'll realize there was just yeah it was just mayo dude yeah, it was just, mayo. <laughs> just lying we to lied you. to you <laughs> you liked it so much because it was mayo yeah. <laughs> but yeah well, well welcome back though you know we we'll see uh yeah to season two yeah season two your yeah. last time you were here it's season one yeah <laughs> although you know depending on what time you downloaded our our episode last week it was also season one because i forgot to hit season two when we were posting it you know so now season two yeah now season not before two. our yeah. new and improved that's right Ooh. yeah uh but yeah welcome back man we're looking forward to getting you on more episodes and because you bring a, a great a great fresh perspective Hot to this takes. gaming industry yeah i uh, hope so so yeah man welcome awesome. back thank uh, you and speaking of which let's get into it what are you playing? Yeah, uh, and uh, you know what, Lewis? Since you haven't been here in a while, how about you start us off on this? All right, cool. So I actually, this past week, I've been playing Dragon Ball Fighters, um, which is the most recent Dragon Ball Z fighting game, uh, a 2D fighting game uh, created or helped developed by the people that did Guilty Gear. Um, oh, so like complicated fighting games. Yes, it is not simple. I've had to take many a tutorial in game because I am unsure how to fight. But I guarantee you it looks beautiful. Oh, it is gorgeous. Yeah. It is leaps and bounds ahead of any other Dragon Ball Z fighter game. Yeah. Um, and I've enjoyed it. And it takes place after like the main Dragon Ball Z story and in the new Dragon Ball Super stuff. Which cool. is like a bunch of weird characters and god characters, and it's weird, but it's fun. <laughs> so, I don't play fighting games a lot, so. So how long does it take you to power up? Is there a commercial break between when you start and when you end? You know what up? sucks about it? They have options, so you can just choose Super Saiyan Goku already or Goku. Oh. Yeah, you don't transform oh, into Super Saiyan. Gotcha. Oh, it's not like a yeah. You don't have to do like a combo to. Oh, no, bummer, no, yeah. which is a bummer because one of my yeah. favorite parts of those games was oh I have to I can power up to these different Super Saiyan levels mm -hmm. and I was just like nope Super Saiyan you choose it Super Saiyan two you choose it. There's only so many times yeah. Krillin can die. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, see, and Krillin doesn't have can't power up to anything, so it's just Krillin forever. Yeah, which yeah. which is probably why you you choose the Krillin forever. <laughs> Krillin, forever. <laughs> Krillin forever sounds like the album that he. Made. Makes yeah. when, when he wants to like get rid of the fighting, like take yeah. music seriously. It's when he goes hard. I mean, you know? he, he has. I'm feeling new age for some reason. Yeah. He has different costumes. He has Krillin bald and Krillin with hair. <laughs> I forgot he got hair he later in the series. Yeah. yeah, like a full head of hair. I'm like, I thought you couldn't grow hair. Yeah, but okay. bald was a choice. We didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so yeah, that's the game I've been playing. It's fun, and I'm enjoying it since I don't really enjoy fighting games in do general. You, do you play it single player or do you play with other people? I don't want to hate myself, so I play single player <laughs> okay. because I I lose against the computer. Oh, okay. Almost okay. when I put him at level five, I lose almost every fight. Five out of <laughs> not every eight. other Wait. every five out of uh, like level five out of ten. Okay. okay. Yeah, I put him at five, and I'm still losing, and I'm like I don't get it, and I do all the combos and everything, and they're still just like just destroying me <laughs> repeating the same moves again and again i'm like even the computer does this it's like low kick low yeah. kick low, low kick low, low kick, kick. Low kick. <laughs> blast 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 i'm like all right cool <laughs> yeah so that's the game it's fun yeah i don't know if i'll ever play more fighting games after it but it's fun. <laughs> i'm more of a super smash fighting game right. kind of guy yeah. gotcha yeah less chaotic le more chaotic yeah. less technical ability yeah. how was the, how was the story though did you play um, for the story? i uh, i i started the story and since i haven't really watched any of dragon ball super i'm like what is happening who is that yeah. that's a weird name that's a pretty normal dbz feeling though yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is it is for sure definitely we're like what frieza frieza has what? a brother and then frieza's brother turned metal and then they have a 
dad? <laughs> and to then, be fair, that was in the movies. That's yes, not just I know. Super, okay, I'm just I saying. Know. And then in Super, it's like, <laughs> oh, so that's a god, but then they can turn into gods. Yeah. And then they can fight other gods, but then there's something stronger than gods. And it's just very. Yeah, welcome to Dragon Ball. Welcome man. to Dragon Ball. <laughs> that's what the game is. It's, it's like. That's why it's super. It's like, are you confused? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, how about you, Manda? What did you play? Uh, this week I played Coffee Talk. Coffee Talk is a visual novel puzzler set in the fantasy version of Seattle, where you play as the owner and only barista at a nighttime coffee shop. Oh, it's it's Ooh. just nighttime. It's just nighttime. It's all, actually they address it because they're like, "Isn't this really bad for business?" And she's like, "Yes." <laughs> Sounds classy. This though. is what I wanted to do. Um, it's it's uh, like I said, it's a visual novel, so a lot of it is just kind of you in. Um, I would say not even involved. You're just listening to people's stories as they sit at your counter. Mm-hmm. You you feel a little bit more like a bartender than than like a barista. <laughs> I'm just like cleaning out of the glass, being like, "Tell me about your day." Um, but the they have like a little puzzle mini, mini game where you make coffee based on people um, people's emotions. Okay, it's like I feel like something sweet, and then you have to make like a sweet coffee. Um, oh, okay. I only played for like an hour two hours so i didn't get into the difficult puzzles i don't know if the puzzles ever get difficult but it was pretty much like i want a chocolate drink and i was like okay well chocolate 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 (laughs) (laughs) Chocolate, chocolate, and they're like this is perfect i was like i'm a genius I invented coffee. But it seems to be more around the stories than it is um, focused around the, the coffee mechanics. And they have been really cute so far. Yeah. Is um, Some of the people who come into the shop are regulars, and they'll talk to you like they're, they're there all the time. And then some new people will come in, and you, you, you basically eavesdrop on their conversation. That sounds delightful. It reminds me of a, this Netflix TV show called like Midnight... Um, Midnight Diner? Midnight Diner, oh yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. The show is so good. It's so good. It's amazing. <laughs> but it reminds me of that, where like this guy just cooks these things specifically for the people and just listens in yes. on conversations that they're having about really deep things oh, yeah. in yes. their lives. Yes, this yeah. is exactly that. <laughs> Which it seems it seems elegant kind of, yeah. Yes, that, that's a good word for it is elegant. Is uh, it, it, it has a nice slow pace to it, but you don't really want it to be any faster. It has a really beautiful soundtrack that works really well with the pacing. It's like this smooth jazz, but it's Ooh. it's like clearly like like background jazz, so it doesn't like um, take the foreground over the conversations, but right, it has like right. a nice, mm-hmm. relaxing pace. Nice. Um, the only thing that I was bad at in the game is you can do latte designs. You can make like a foam <gasps> top, and then you can like draw the things. Really? I you could not. Am so bad at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the f- the first time I went to do it, I got the latte foam going, and then they're like, "Okay, now draw your design." And I clicked the wrong button, so I just handed it to the guy with no design, and it only went down from there. <laughs> do they rate you? Do they like rate you on your designs? Um, he's, he, his exact words were, oh, this is what you call a latte design? Oh, no. Which, in hindsight, uh, can really mean anything. Because if oh. I had done well, I probably would have read into, oh, this is what you call a latte design. You're just oh, gonna, goodness. You're going to project your own latte yeah. design, like, feelings yes. or uh, <laughs> vulnerabilities on it. <laughs> um, but the game is uh, $12.99. I bought it for Switch, but I think it's out for Steam as well. It's probably also on other platforms. But uh, it was I, a, definitely worth the money. I got advertised to. Uh, I got advertised Coffee Talk on uh, Instagram on one day, and I was like, "This looks amazing!" And it was pitched to me as being a game developed in Indonesia. And I was like, "Well, that's all I needed to know." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very good. Uh, I, Sold. I, now that you brought it up, there are a few times where they'll say something where I'm like, "That's a weird way of phrasing." that oh, but okay. i think it's just a translation issue. Oh, okay. uh, nothing doesn't make sense but sometimes it'll be like okay but cool. you know they're elves and orcs and stuff in the story so i'm just gonna chalk it up to like all right all right coffee talk coffee talk nice coffee talk so uh so now we're gonna go into uh to what i'm gonna be talking about which is our hatchlings this week uh, this week, I'm going to be talking about a game called Eco. Ooh. Eco. Eco. Uh, I've heard I, of this. Yes. You hold a person's hand, you walk yeah. around. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exact same thing, except with an E instead of an I. Mm. <laughs> That's the only difference. Yeah. You're still walking around. <laughs> uh, but no, this is a game. Actually, I talked about this game uh, last year uh, on the podcast. Um, this is a game that's still actively in development. Um, I kickstarted this game back in 2015. 
Um, I was I kickstarted it with the alpha backers. I was like, all right, let's go for it. Uh, basically, what this game is, it's basically Minecraft, but with consequences. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, so you have like air pollution, you have ground pollution, you have wow. water pollution. So, like, if you get dig up too many things uh, in the ground, it can create pollution. Um, if you uh, if you are melting that down, it creates smog. So it creates oh. a lot of different things in in the world. And so if there's too much smog, things won't grow. Mm. Um, you know, you won't be able to grow crops. You won't be able to do the other things. Um, and so um, every single thing is has their own server or their own world. And so you can have it so you can turn it on so that you have 30 days before a meteor hits oh your, your world. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Which kind of gives you like 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 um like something to do. Like like a sense of urgency. A purpose. Yeah, yeah. A, purpose, a purpose, exactly. <laughs> Instead of just like, you know, willing you can still turn it off, but it's still something to give you purpose if you want. Can you stop the meteor? Yes, absolutely. Oh, so what you can do okay. is you can um <laughs> you can form with everybody else that's in the server, or if you're playing alone just by yourself, um, and you can uh, build lasers. But you have to get all the technology up there, so you have to re- so you have to like just start by using tools, digging into the ground, getting some iron, smelting that down, uh, to get to research into better things in order to more efficiently dig up things. Is this just Minecraft but with a conscience? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But you have to like work up your skills, so you get mining by mining. Okay. You know, you uh, get okay. you know you get researching by researching. You uh. get crop growing by growing crops, and so you're doing all this. But while you're doing this, you can you can form a society. You can form a government. And you as a server what? can actually vote on laws. What? So you can be uh, like, all right, I... so this space to this space, you cannot dig in. Uh, and then you guys vote on it as a server or whatever. Yeah. And then if it passes, you can no longer dig in that on the server. What if someone does it anyway? Uh, you, can't. you can't. The server no, makes it so you can't. Yeah, it's gone. Uh, but they can. you can vote to repeal it. So there's an entire government <laughs> system. Uh, you can vote on a mayor. You can vote on like everything. Oh, uh, so they've like like dug deep. They've been slowly adding all these systems over the years. How can you craft for um, corruption? <laughs> what tool is that? Uh, that's already uh, pre-built uh, into it. <laughs> there's there's no there's no researching that. You just are. <laughs> that's it. Just is. And I have played on servers that are like that. That oh have that have done preferential treatment to certain players. And oh, it's like boy. oh. So then you have to wait till more people get on, and then you, uh, I've formed a, a mutiny around it. <laughs> <laughs> and what was really funny is, like, I kind of formed a mutiny around it, and I was like, all right, well, this guy's kind of corrupt. He's just doing this for his friends, which is, you know, fine, because he is running the server, but no. So, <laughs> so we voted to repeal a bunch of stuff. I, uh, I, we, vote, we got one of the new people to be voted as mayor, and then he shut down the server. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he picked up his picnic and walked away. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but this is the kind of things that you can do in the game. And so it's just very interesting, the, the mechanics that they have in there. I'm yeah. trying to think of the real-life equivalent of a government official just shutting down the server. <laughs> uh, I think we can think of some recent things. That yeah. <laughs> some very recent things. <laughs> uh, but but these are the, the, the really in-depth things that they have thought about. And this was in the original Kickstarter as well. Like, hey, this is what we're going to be working towards. And they really have been. Uh, they, they are working towards, right now I think they're... Point eight, so it still hasn't gone gold yet, uh, but they're working on point nine, which is going to add in so many more new uh, systems and and things that they've been talking about. They're going to be refining systems. So before you used to only have like rock, now they're going to add like sand sh- uh, uh, sandstone, shale, cool. all these other oh, things wow. that you can only build certain things with, and it's all going to be done like organically like normally shale only grows on the ocean so it's only going to spawn next to the ocean cool so it's no longer going to spawn elsewhere same thing with uh, sandstone and stuff so they're really gearing up in order to do this um and i wanted to show them some love because i've been playing this game for a while now okay (laughs) does the game have a release date yet uh it does not have a 1.0 release date yet uh but uh, it doesn't uh, i think 0.9 was supposed to release last month but because of covid and everything they've had to push that back stop it covid right (laughs) is is it available for anyone to do early access or do you have to be a backer to get yes uh right now you can uh you can go on steam i believe it's like 20 or 30 bucks i can't Mm -hmm. remember how much it is now uh but yeah they opened it up i think last year to everybody oh so you can go on in 
Um, and you can join any server, um, or at least most any server, because um, everybody has their own servers with own, their own different rules. A lot of people have built mods into it, so they that's even cool. have oh, even more cool. things that yeah, a good community. Kind of community. Yeah, so it sounds like a very robust community all ever all, all already. Even oh yeah, for a game that's not out yet. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's great. And and like I said, you have to make sure you don't do too much, otherwise you will completely pollute the world, <laughs> so you can't do anything. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So if not polluting the world sounds interesting to you, make sure to check out this week's Hatchling. That's right. Eco. Um, Eco. Yeah. Our unreleased indie game. That's right. Yeah, segment. It's pretty yeah. sweet. Pretty yeah, sweet. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look out for the video, because I'll be making a video of it soon. <gasps> I'm with excitement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if you haven't checked out our YouTube, check out our YouTube. That's where all of our Hatchling videos are going to go. That's right. That's right. That's right. As uh, well as others. Yeah. <laughs> as well as others. Whenever we can get together yeah. and make them. <laughs> well, we're starting this YouTube thing a little late, but we're getting there. We're yeah. doing it. We're feeling good about it. We were going to start it a couple of months sooner, but right. you know. But things. you know, stuff we happens. We wanted to do it right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, so, yeah. Uh, how about you, Joe? What did you play this week? Well, I am still playing the life-eating, soul-stealing Terraforming terror that is Animal Crossing. Mm. Oh, I thought you were playing Eco as well. Sorry. No, uh, that's, that's Conscience the game. I, I'm not playing that. <laughs> you know, oddly enough, Conscience being one of the things, I don't usually ravage my own island for things. I go to Mystery Islands for that and destroy an ecosystem and then walk away. <laughs> no Conscience. Whatsoever. I'll take your stone. I'll take your clay. And ooh, they use trees. I'm going to take your trees. <laughs> That's like Animal Crossing in a nutshell, which is no consequences. Yeah. Very bad. Very few bad things can happen in Animal Crossing. <laughs> Unless you remake your pond. You terraform your original pond, you might screw up and not make a pond when you make another one. Yeah. Oh. And, and oh, yeah. Have you heard of Stamp Day? <laughs> Bunny Day? Bad things do happen. Bunny Day happened. That is, yeah, that's true. Bad I, things happen. Zipper happened. I hated all of that. Yeah. We all did. So yeah. many eggs. It was too long. Speaking of events, how how's Wedding Day treating you? I, wedding week, wedding uh, month, wedding month. Yeah, wedding, oh, wow. the wedding month oh. event. Ooh. It Wait, is um, it, it's a so Animal Crossing has an event that its entire month. Yeah, and it's all just the wedding. Uh, so there were other things that hap that are happening okay. in in the month, but the big event for June is a uh, since it is wedding season in the real world, I guess. It is wedding season, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, we all got married I, in April. Yeah, I was yeah. Gonna say, most of our friends are in April. Almost all of them, I think. I don't know. Um, but uh, Reese and Cyrus from uh, New Leaf and Pocket Camp, uh, they are wanted uh, photos to be taken. Like uh, They wanted their own photo sessions. And so you have to go over to that creep, Harvey's Island. And when you get to Harv's Island, you uh, they, they tell you what they want. You set up the scene, and then you take some photos of them uh, because Harv's way too busy. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, cause, too busy like, casting people, Joe. Yeah, dude, man, his island. I I literally never went there after that first time. I looked at it. I was like, I don't need to take pictures yeah. here. I'll take pictures on my yeah. own. He island. has a murder basement. I went yeah. there once, and I went into a room. I'm like, this is creepy. It's yes. like this is a room full of nightmares. You just yeah. turn around. It is. So yeah, it's um. I don't find it that interesting, to be entirely honest. I don't think it's a bad event. A lot of our friends are loving it, and a lot of people on boards okay. are saying they like the actual items. Because once you take the photos, you get these heart crystals. You spend the heart crystals on the limited edition type stuffs. It's it's fun. I get it's fun. I, it's especially made for people that wanted these limited things that are very different in the world of the game because they're very pink and very white, and there's some or uh, yellow. Yellow is the other color that's involved. So it it's okay. I, I still just kind of like the daily the I, however something really cool that happened I did not know this so I every once in a while I'll go on YouTube and I'll look at what everybody's favorite villagers are just because I like to see the different villagers one of the main polling systems it always has Raymond at the top now he dethroned Marshall like two months ago and I know right I was uh, hurt, me, hurt me so much I love Marshall but I, I didn't know this because I hadn't looked at it in a few weeks in the middle of May Marshall got number one slot back but it doesn't matter because it's the beginning of the June and Raymond took it back yesterday so, but I was really excited about it when I saw it today I was like oh Marshall's back at number one. No, Marshall's Aww. not back. But I'm still excited for him. A little grouchy squirrel. A little shaky tail, Marshall. Marshall matters. He does. He's adorable. His little brownie face. I love him. So, good things in Animal Crossing. Wedding event. If, you know what? If you like those colors and you like that furniture, heck yeah, this is cool. If you don't, maybe go back to terraforming. Maybe it's it takes not forever. for you. Maybe it's not for you. Yeah, maybe I not. will say there is a, a bit of a warning about ponds, though. For real, they were telling people, do not get rid of your ponds unless you are going to be making something that's uh, the same size or you know you're making a pond because ponds in the game, if you remake and you remake it wrong, it can be 
goof it could glitch and create a river instead oh so they said a lot of people were terraforming making the same size pond somewhere else but because it had a waterfall to it or because they made it one notch too big it was a river instead of a pond so people couldn't catch the things that were in the ponds for the last month or so so be careful i have one pond left yeah i have one pond i've been catching frogs in there when they released the event, the series of events that were going to happen this year, the last one was the wedding event. So have they re- released the second half? Nope. Schedule? Okay. We don't know yet. And most people who were in the pre-order stage uh, you, uh, for the books, this is the only, this event is the last thing that should be in there as well. Okay. So, or it should be mentioned at least. All other DLC, they said they're going to be digitally releasing. So if you, mm-hmm. you can add it to your digital copy of the book. Oh, and after okay. this, we'll be going... Into the unknown. Oh, <laughs> this is for Lewis. This is for you, man. Oh, man. Into the unknown. No. Look oh, me God. in the eye, Lewis. Look oh, into God. the unknown. Oh, God. Oh, God. Also, we have to pay Disney now. Damn it. Damn it. That's Lewis. how they make their money. This is how they make their it's money. better than Into the Woods. Oh. Dang. I like that play. I love that play, actually. That play's great. Why are you on the play? I, it just, just made sense. Okay. Yeah, it just made sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the words went, you know. <laughs> yeah, these things go. <laughs> Um, so yeah, all right, cool. So Animal Crossing again? That's fine. That's I'm something sorry. Else. I, I promise. So judgment. No judgment. I will, I will play something else next. I will play something else on top of Animal Crossing next week. I promise. Yeah, that's fine. That's you fine. Do, gotcha. you, you do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> whatever makes you happy. Apparently, only Brian is gonna passively aggressively <laughs> oh, <man>. judge you <laughs> on this podcast. I walk over to him and he's like digging little holes and things like every other game. Are there a whole bunch of numbers and glowy crap happening? Oh, nothing. Cool. Looks just like every other game. Are you gonna come at me for Animal Crossing? Don't come for me. Don't come for me. <laughs> I will murder you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, what about you, Troy? Have you been playing anything this week? Y'all, I tried to play three times this week. It didn't work. Oh, oh. gosh. I tried, though. Yeah. I tried. I tried. Uh, on one side of things, uh, Manny and I, our house got broke. Like you mentioned, Brian, the stump grinder. We had to get rid of a stump. It's been a mess. That's a whole other podcast. Mandy and I <laughs> grief house <laughs> podcast. It's That's called counseling, it's called. but it's only oh. between you guys. Oh, oh. oh then, then we're all right then. Um, on the other side of things, all the events in Minneapolis and across the country done got me shook. Um, like I've just been like stuck and like feeling everything just like angry and like sad and just like taking it all in and like helpless. And, and at one point, you know, over over this time period, I was like, you know what? I'm a little bit exhausted. I'm going to go play a video game because that's what I do. Yeah. That's what I've done my whole life. (laughs) And I'm like. Arcade Spirits is a game where you just kind of take care of an arcade, of the patrons of an arcade. You help them with their problems. I was like, great. I don't know how to help the world in this situation, but I can at least help the people in this arcade. And I went, I booted it up, and about 10 minutes later, I realized I hadn't gotten past the main menu screen. I was oh, just staring because wow. my mind is just not there. Right, yeah. right. So I turned that off, and I was just like, I just don't have this in me. And uh, I, uh, I flipped through some things on, um, on the PlayStation, and I finally ran into Adventure Time because <laughs> that was released on HBO Max. Yes. Oh, that's nice. all seasons. Yep. And Adventure Time was like, oh, do you not want to think right now? Come here. Don't worry about <laughs> a thing. And I was it, like, you get it. <laughs> Adventure Time will do that. It's beautiful. And it's, yeah, it, it, it was the thing that kind of like let me kind of like decompress a little. But then the next day, I was like, "All right, like I like my mind is back." I talked to family, friends, and we had I had some of the most like intense, like emotional conversations with my family that you know, conversations we've had before, but just you know, just having them again in a different way. And then my friends, we've been talking to each other online and on the phone, and it's just been like so powerful and emotional and beautiful. By the end of that, I was like, "I'm exhausted." I need to play a video game. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I tried to play something that was kind of new yesterday. How about I go, or the, the time before, how about I go and try, you know, some comfort food? Um, let me get some of that Overwatch in. You know, that's yeah. that's my bread and butter. That's oh, yeah. my, ain't, ain't got nothing. No, Don't worry about it all day. I put on Overwatch. I did get further this time. Okay. I all played right. one match. All right. <laughs> oh. It was about 10 minutes. It was a good match. But once I finished, I kind of just looked at it and I was like, I'm not feeling this. It's wow. just 
And I was realizing, like, I just didn't want, like, I've been faced with just choices. Like, what do I do? What do I do? What can I do? Mm-hmm. That when I got to video games, which the best thing about video games is it gives you choice <laughs> and yeah. lets you decide things and be an active player. I think I was just so done with choices by the end of, of my days that I was just like, I, don't, I can't. I don't want to. Yeah. And yeah. then there was Adventure Time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, HBO Max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like, finally, like, my last, like, kind of, like, push, like, I'd gotten done with like a couple days where I, I made a video with some friends uh, promoting Black Lives Matter, and uh, I talked to a friend about getting our state senators' uh, numbers, and like I made a call. Mandy wrote a letter to like try to like get out there. I I joined um, um, uh, Campaign Zero, which is an organization to help end poli- uh, police brutality across mm-hmm. the nation, and it's really thorough. It's really interesting. It's really good for education and for to, to advocate, and. Uh, and then I was exhausted again. And this was the same day that I realized Valorant came out. Oh, yeah. So I was exhausted and Valorant came out and it's a game that I've been looking forward because it's supposed to be the Overwatch killer. And I was like, I just don't know if I have it in me. But y'all, as of this morning, I downloaded Valorant okay. and I got through the tutorial. <laughs> and I think it was because like, I feel like I, I, my, my mental fortitude had finally gotten to a place where I felt like I have a handle on what I can do, yeah. like personally, as like what what I feel like I'm capable of doing at this moment, mm-hmm. and I feel confident in where I was. That I felt like okay, now that I have a plan, calling my senators, be, being mm-hmm. on uh, with a, a project, uh, campaign zero. zero. Um, I felt like okay, I can I can game again, and now I am bristling with excitement to right. like jump on as soon as this podcast is over, <laughs> and. Nice. Um, and and see how I can hate Valorant. Yeah, find all the ways that I can hate on it. I was gonna ask that tutorial. Uh, did did it sprinkle some game? I didn't get anything. Not really. It's as like, basic is, a tutorial as you can imagine. Okay, I'm like, is it Overwatch yeah, ending yeah. tutorial? No, it's only no. for one character as well. So oh, you wow, still okay. have to learn the rest of them because they all have their own little in the things. And, it was yeah. I the only thing I was excited about is I got my same name for Overwatch for Ooh, nice, nice. for Valorant. So the branding continues. Yeah. <laughs> Well, good. I'm glad that Adventure Time was at least there for you. Um, we also had a friend yes. over. Um, he's uh, he's immunocom arise, so he really can't do anything, or he really shouldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had him come over uh, during the curfew, and we're like, just spend the night. Just come on over. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll chill out. Uh, so we ended up watching like RuPaul's Drag Race yeah. with him. Uh, and then we put on Rick and Morty because he hadn't seen any of it. Right. Oh, so we put that nice. on and we were, right. got through all that. And we're like, all right, yeah, you yeah. know, let's, let's just chill out. So yeah, let's just talk. I mean, just like as uh, w- one of our Dragons of the Week, Momo Pixel, um, mm-hmm. even on like her Instagram, she's been going, she's been so great. I've been following her at just like showing you everything that people are going through during this time. Mm-hmm. And today she put out an amazing pixel art that is just Make sure to rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. It it's, looks like yeah. her, but instead of sitting in the chair, she's sitting like uh like almost like what is it, flash dance with the water. Oh yeah. But, but she's just like mouth. relaxed in the chair, <laughs> open mouth, like oh. and it was like don't forget to rest. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I think it's important because like we want to do so many great and wonderful things and, and we will continue to do that. Yeah. But if we if we do it nonstop, like you will burn yourself out. And oh, so yeah. it's it, nice to have this on the fringe. For those of you who haven't listened to our Momo Pixel episode, I highly suggest that you add her on Twitter. She is Momo amazing. She yep. is fantastic. And check it out on Instagram to see which episode that is. As soon as that episode it's happened, cat- I literally added her. <laughs> so it's all cataloged, yeah. yeah. She's uh, Momo amazing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, you know, let's get on to our news segment then. A news and a news. A news and a news. A news and a news. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so um, this week on Stop It COVID, Stop It COVID, um, we have just just stop it in general. Uh, we have enough that we're dealing with, uh, especially uh, in these times. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, just stop it in general, please. We, we'd like to move on. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, one thing that uh, that people can't seem to move on, or people that are on the fence about, I should say, is uh, there's a new Sims Four update. Uh, and um you know or a bug if you're not a fan of fun no that's an, um, update. <laughs> that's, that's an update for sure uh 
The update has caused Sims to randomly pee fire. Mm. <laughs> it's about time. So this is definitely the Sims version of an STD, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Straight up gonorrhea. The entire time you've been playing the game, you've unknowingly been giving your Sims fire. Yeah. They never put it in the game. And like, did, how can we put it secretly? Did they say whether the Sims die or not? Because I know Sims can catch on fire. Yes. Um, I believe if they catch on fire from their fire pee, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they can. Dangerous. Can you Dangerous. Be on another sim is that Ooh. a possibility Ooh. i don't think that's don't ever know. been an option so. if is, you are a sim can you walk into another p that another sim that is peeing no, no that i is, don't think so no if that sim pees into a bush and it lights on fire can then, you have woohoo in that bush <laughs> <laughs> man that's gonna be a burning bush in more than one way hey <laughs> uh but yeah that's it's just why not? Why not in the, these times? Yeah, p- Sims peeing fire. Let's do it. That's a great update. <laughs> but you know what? It's okay because now the Sims are finally peeing my mixtape, which is also coincidentally called Going Number One. <laughs> so you know, this is kind of fun. <laughs> uh, but uh, speaking of fire, though, Sega dropped the Game Gear Micro. Mm-hmm. Dropped that announcement. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. It's like the same size that like the batteries that it would take to play the original Game Gear. <laughs> it, it's exactly as advertised. Yeah, micro. Oh, it's it is tiny. Micro. Yeah, but I feel like I'm gonna swallow it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the I think Game it's Boy too micro. small. I mean, it's micro. They didn't say. I, I know Joe has some feelings <laughs> about this. Joe. As a person who played plenty of games that were much smaller, like the Game Boy Micro. But I wasn't going to go there, Brian. I was going to go to the little Pikachu step, which had a D-pad and two little buttons. And I played lots of games on that little oh. thing. With that little Pikachu, I made lots of electricity on a tiny little game. Tamagotchis are great. And they're really Tamagotchis tiny. are wonderful. Ooh, Tamagotchis also- only have like one button yeah. and they're yeah. perfect. Yeah. But, but Tamagotchis made their own interfacing game that goes with it. The Micro is going to try, I think, to translate existing Genesis games and put it onto yeah. this tiny platform. Uh, yes. That's why I'm kind of like, I, what? I think it's one game per thing. Oh, I don't think oh the, my I don't gosh. think it has... Con- it has does it have um, cartridges? I don't think it, so. No, it no. said it was going to be four games. Yeah. There's four different colors. We don't know if it's one game per color, but it didn't seem like there was going to be a lot of choices in them. Yeah, it's not like well, a okay. console. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still need one. But I mean, <laughs> you need four now of it's them. about yeah, you're going to get all four of oh, them. Yeah. Let's be honest. Depending really on the so. price. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. were supposed to be 50 or 60 bucks, I think. It's so the price cool. of a game. Oh, sorry. Yeah. See, Tamagotchis are 50 bucks in Japan. So Whoa. that's not that. They're probably better. Yeah. They're really cool. Oh, they're, they have okay. internet capability. It's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. It's like a full game. Yeah. This is off topic, and yeah. forgive me, but Overwatch Tamagotchis. I'm just going to leave yes. that out there. Oh, wow. Putting that into the universe. <laughs> I want a Diva Tamagotchi, but each one of them is actually just the mech. Yes. Oh, my God. And, yeah. and this really isn't Sega's first foray into small things because they've done no. the VMUs before, yeah. which were the things okay. that would plug into the Dreamcast. Okay, okay. Um, and those are really tiny. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the first thing, but yeah, I, I agree. I like it was much, even though it said micro, it was still much smaller than I expected. We'll it have to be. do a hatchling on it when it comes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. video. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yes. Do they give uh, a date for it? I don't think Nothing? so. No, they just announced right it? now. Yeah, okay. I think that it was just an announcement. Um, so, so yeah, but hopefully it doesn't get as hot as the original Game Gear. <laughs> yeah. That thing got ridiculously for you know like the two hours that the batteries would last. <laughs> and then it would explode with yeah. fire yeah with, with p-fire p-fire there it is <laughs> yes uh so yeah hopefully it doesn't get too hot but you know what is steaming though <laughs> is that ea microsoft have put some of their games on steam this week wow it's very excited wow. it is so sea of thieves which was before a microsoft exclusive microsoft mm-hmm. store exclusive yeah. uh has been put onto steam wow um shot to number one uh one number one sold on on steam i so, feel like they had to <laughs> I agree. But, you know, that's me. But, you know, whatever. On, Brian, get to the important one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the, the, I guess the important ones, uh, EA put 25 games on it. Uh, and among them are uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, mm-hmm. um, wow. Unravel, and it's uh, sequel Unravel 2. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. And then Dragon Age 2 and Dragon Age Inquisition. Yay! Wow. Damn. Yeah. Dragon Age for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Big Absolutely. games. Oh, yeah. Yes. And so, wow. like, they, they dipped their toe in it last year with uh, Fallen Order, Star Wars Fallen Order. So, mm, okay. I guess it did well enough that they're like, all right. Oh, I yeah. Guess. That was an EA game. Yep. <laughs> it was. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, hopefully, it does everything does well. So far, it's done really well for Sea of Thieves, especially because that's a player base that you need. So, yeah. You know, let's see where it goes. 
Definitely. So good for them. Good for them. <laughs> now that I have mentioned Dragon Age, I'm contractually obligated to call Amanda for some news. So what do you got for us? <laughs> yes, I, I have two pieces of news, uh, both of which I thought were kind of funny. So um, I don't know if you heard about this new game called Valorant. Troy may have mentioned it a minute ago. Maybe. Um, but mm, as, as all games do, the, they encountered some cheating this week. And this one I thought was amazing because um, the anti-cheat lead, Paul Chamberlain, had a quote that I liked. He said that most cheating account bans also come with a hardware ban, meaning we track their souls through time and space and ban them when they try to re-enter the game using a fake mustache. <laughs> that is the best quote. Yep. So if you are going to cheat at Valorant, you won't just get your name banned. You'll get your entire hardware banned. You may never be able to play again. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's gold. Yeah, because it's, cause it's, uh, and it's, and this includes the beta players as well, because some people weren't sure, oh, you know, they're going to just let them off, you know, once it goes to full release. Nope. This includes the beta players, everybody. Wow. If you've cheated before, you're done. You're done. And Valorant's what? Just PC? Uh, Valorant's PC. And they, they kind of have to take it um, okay. uh, seriously as well, because it's a free game. So you really could oh, just create new yeah. accounts and keep on going back into it. But, Forever. Yep. But nope. No, you can't. <laughs> and uh, with that being said, all of this other news was garbage. It doesn't matter because uh, Kingdoms of Amalur is being re-released. Oh, of course. Which is so exciting. Uh, I don't think anyone played this game. No, but unfortunately not. But it is truly not. amazing. I played this game. It's one of the best. Troy and I both separately put in over 100 hours. Yeah. Um, it came out, what? 2012. 2012. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it was very, it's, very good. It's like an RPG third-person open-world game, Lewis. Yeah. So you'd be right up your alley, I, I actually. I have got it. It's like, like you guys had mentioned before. It just seems like it wasn't really advertised well Yeah, it, it came out with a lot of uh, controversy surrounding it, uh, just with business and, and whatnot. But uh, but yeah, it's a great story, and it's, uh, it's also a, a great game. Yeah, the studio who made it went bankrupt before the game was released. So uh, while mm. we got Amalur, there was no chance of ever getting a sequel. But uh, Nordic THQ just bought the game. So maybe we'll see some more content in the future. I would so. hope so. That'd, That'd be, be awesome. awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you for that news, Manda. And now, um, uh, Troy, you got some news there for us as well. To Infinity Ward and beyond, um, Infinity Ward has announced that it will be adding resources to ban racist names from its Call of Duty games including the most recent Modern Warfare, which Call of Duty is doing something about racist stuff? For the what? first time since <laughs> ever? What? I, like, where racist, like, languages and things just breed yeah. on Call but, of Duty. But where will white supremacists play video games now? <laughs> That's where they all run and where? scurry to. They're under that rock of Call of Duty. I mean, I think online shooting gaming has been known, just notoriously known as a hotbed for just, yes. like, being misogynistic, for being racist for being like all of the bad things and we we definitely talked on this podcast a few times of like like hey can we do something about it like we're trying but, but what about the company mm -hmm. so for infinity ward to finally be like okay we're on it because call <laughs> yeah. of duty is one of the main ones where like yeah. a majority if not half of the names on there are very offensive <laughs> so bad and, and what's nice is uh, Infinity War is coming up being a company to kind of uh, tackle racism in, 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 in the way that they can. Also, we've seen a lot of other game companies, Sony, Nintendo, mm -hmm. Microsoft, a lot of game companies have come out and uh, issued statements um, saying how they're going to be striving for more uh, inclusion and try to strive to try and, 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 and quell down um, all of the systemic racism things that are, that are happening even within their own uh, companies. Pokemon, however, decided to not only do that, but also donate $100,000 to Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, uh, hello, Charizard. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, right off the bat, it's like, oh, that's cool, but how about this and this? It's It's been nice to see organizations kind of put mon their money where their mouth is. I know that yeah. Sony matched their um, employee donations, and for the Call of Duty Modern Warfare, um, an article I read said that they're not just adjusting their algorithms. They're right. not going into the system and adding a few more keywords, that they're actually hiring people whose job this is going to be. That's yeah. good. So they're yeah. actually, like, making some real changes. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, is amazing. Because just doing the algorithm thing would be so easy. That they can, right, they, right, they but it's clearly it. not as effective. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, and the problem requires more nuance, I think. Oh, okay. for sure. And I did misspeak. Uh, sorry, Pokemon donated $100,000 to Black Lives Matter and $100,000 to the NAACP. Yep. Wow. Yeah. 200000 yeah. all together. That's and I know Nintendo also did a, a separate thing as well, because um, I think that was Game Freak that did that. 
that's so, awesome yeah beautiful oh yeah i think i think a lot of the game companies did uh that type of thing a lot of them are stepping up yeah, yeah which yeah. is nice yeah yeah so all right, right cool. on. we shall also continue yes. <laughs> to step it up that's as right. we game <laughs> so that'll do it for that news segment though but now turn up for what turnip for what and that's with joe what do you got for us hello fellow islanders and welcome to another fantastic week in animal crossing this week in animal crossing has been filled with fish bugs and a whole lot of love summer is here bringing cool giant fin sharks and many new large river fish fishing is at its best in the summer so hopefully cj will be stopping by to pay a little more for those big bell fish Love is in the air on Harv's Island, and New Leaf's resident alpacas, Reese and Cyrus, are excited to acquire a picture-perfect photo session designed by none other than Harvey himself. However, his photography schedule is overbooked, and luckily enough, you're there to lend a helping hand. Give the happy couple a photo to remember, and they will hand over crystal hearts to trade later for some special limited wedding-themed items. And now, on to the turnips. This week's stock market, as reported by the Sow Jones. While this week started off with turnips averaging at 100 bells, by midweek, the market was on an uptick, selling for as high as 587. And that's it for now. This is Joe from Katsusando signing off and reminding you to look up for the shooting stars, watch your step to avoid pitfalls, and always, always save your rusted parts. Back to you, dragons. Turnip for what? I love that segment. <laughs> Fantastic. It's so good. All right. So now that brings us to our mighty morphin tasty topic. <laughs> yeah. I think you said morphin. Yeah. I did. No, I did. I did. Oh, that was me. Morphin. That was the oh, I, just, <laughs> I was I was just way too into it. Morsel. Yeah. No, I said morphin. Oh, we both said it then because I also said it. I was <laughs> the only one who did it right. Well, I, I stopped. stopped. Out. He's like, oh, I no. stopped after morphin. I was like, what? Yeah. Also, it would probably be the end. Mighty morsel, tasty topic. Right? For going for, for the way it's actually sung? Yeah. Right? Maybe? <laughs> yeah. Come on. I'm going to get a I little like, nerdy here. I feel like that here. would be at the end. No, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, but that, but that's the part where you say Mighty Mor- Morphin Power Rangers is only at the end of the song. Yeah. Not no, at the because beginning. Because the, very st- the, star- the song starts with Mighty Morphin no, Power it's Rangers. it's Go Go Power Rangers. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah, he I'm is. just saying. Yeah, you're, right. Saying. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I, I, I didn't. I was just. I don't know how the song goes. I was just copying Brian. <laughs> but but also copyright infringement. I kind of like. The... <laughs> what was that, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> this is the best intro to a topic ever. Joe's just a thousand percent not on board with this. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, screw you guys. I'm going to leave this all in on the podcast. <laughs> no, please don't. Uh, yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty great. It's accurate. Great. accurate. All of our Power Ranger fans. Oh yeah, feeling this part. <laughs> all backing up Troy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been saying this for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Well, too bad. <laughs> Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. Yeah. I'm going to do some homework. I'm yeah, sorry. do some homework. <laughs> I would like to point out that I don't know how this song goes, but I did do the Dragon of the Week on Enan Zur, and he probably wrote that song. Mm. <laughs> he did amazing. work on it. That's true. <laughs> He's the composer for Dragon Age. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The Power Rangers. <laughs> This is the best wow. opening. That could have been yeah. a topic all by itself. <laughs> all alone. Well, that Just was your topic, song. guys. Congratulations. Yeah. Enjoy. We'll yeah. see you next week. But no, uh, this week's topic, uh, Troy, you're going to introduce it for us, correct? Yes, I am. So how do games help you cope or work through your feelings? Ooh. Um, what kind of feelings? Like uh, any of the feelings? Like all I think, feelings? I think for me, an example, like beyond this way, like this week, games couldn't really help me. And that's yeah. okay. Games aren't the answer for everything. I oh, get of course. that. Yeah. Uh, but I do remember there a while ago, I was in a play. I was doing Othello, a Shakespearean play. Yeah. And I was like the lead character, nice. lots lots of lines and lots of angry stuff. He murders <laughs> his wife. I do. Hey, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the intent, the uh, rehearsals were, in, were intense. And I remember coming home and I would just have a lot of, you know, pent up kind of actor energy just mm-hmm. kind of there in, in rehearsal in rehearsal um and i remember for me the way video games really helped me uh, at that time is i would get myself a little bit of scotch and then i would get into assassin's creed unity and i would delve into that world and it wasn't like the assassinating part that did it for me it was more more about just exploring like the beauty of another city when I know right now I'm I'm in a place where I'm I'm locked down for like three weeks to do this play, like I'm not going anywhere, and nothing's gonna happen. Like 
I can't be anywhere else besides my home or at rehearsal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of being in France and checking out the Notre Dame and like doing doing those things gave me a sense of freedom mm-hmm. that otherwise I didn't necessarily uh, you know you know have mm-hmm. uh, in my daily life, and it really helped balance the intense emotions that I was going through during rehearsal. Yeah. Um, that's interesting, you know, especially because, uh, you know, normally if you would, you know, if you would take that out of context and you would say, you know, just to somebody, oh yeah, to, to wind down, I play Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a lot of murdering in that. <laughs> yeah. You, <know>? yeah. <laughs> I, uh, then, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but then to listen to you talk about it, it's like, oh no, that makes complete yeah. and utter sense. So I, I do see some games do it for some people and some people don't. I mean, right. That's, and that's and, one of the games I did it for. Yeah. You. And that's, that's how I coped with it. I think it was finding that freedom. So mm-hmm. I think it's, Finding what you're missing and then seeing what game might fill that need. I, like I, I think I have the opposite uh, need for a, a video game uh, so? versus the the Assassin's Creed. Is I can't do anything high concept. I can't do anything with lots of story. I can't do anything complicated. Um, I have a very fairly stressful job. So when I do like a de-stressing video game, it's always something exceedingly simple. Like if I'm going to play uh, Animal Crossing or if I'm going to play like Dragon Quest Builders, I'm going to move 1,000 blocks slightly to the right. Like that's like my de-stressing is just like nothing simpler than like this goes and, here yep, yeah. and this goes there. And it's just like I have a thousand percent control over what's going on and uh, uh, I'm achieving all of my goals. Right. <laughs> yep, that'll do it. I'm just going to make a pretty pattern in these squares. <laughs> okay. You know, I, and I'm, I'm kind of with you, Amanda. Like, uh, like for me, whenever we were i forgot what we were doing at the time but i remember i was i was sometimes very highly stressed uh late at night i forget if we were watching like a um a horror anthology or something like that i forgot what it was but um i would play no man's sky to to mm. de-stress at the end of the night and i might have actually been playing a different i think game. you were playing control and that's you, right you i was playing control, control. that's right that's right and then very stressful which is like yeah. the yeah. opposite of no man's yeah. sky yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really was it was hyping stress. him up he was getting like yeah and like one is stress and one is no stress <laughs> <laughs> what was it about no man's sky i guess what element uh same type of thing like it was just one of those it was a sense of discovery a sense of just oh um i can just mine for for a thousand right. years you know i can oh there's a new animal over there it, cool. it sounds like you got the combination of us two where some it's something very simple but there's yes. also a freedom and beautifully in visual it. yeah beautiful oh yeah and then there's been times where i've been sad and i've mm-hmm. gone and i i replay like final fantasy 7 for the millionth time because <laughs> it's something familiar yeah. yeah and it's something that i know all the beats to but it's it that, is something that i enjoy it's that comfort food exactly <laughs> uh so so yeah uh I, I see both of those things and it just mm-hmm. depends you know cool that's what it is for me yeah for sure uh, i mean for me i mean when i was in new york uh i don't know i would it's a very lonely city <laughs> <laughs> like, as many people as there are yeah it's yeah. very lonely and I, I either I, I went to school or I went to work and then I went home and that's all I could do because that was my day and then also getting back home was like 40 to like 40 minutes to an hour yeah. depending on the time of day so I would try to get back home as soon as I can at any moment and then playing Overwatch even though it's stressful for a lot of people because there's like a lot of like constant going on it was the most unstressful way for me to end my night um, mainly because I played it with my friends. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel alone. I got to talk and like just mm. be dumb and <laughs> and just have fun while I hear Nakia losing his mind, yeah. getting angry, and we're all just like, "Yeah, but this is funny though." Nakia is one of our Overwatch friends. He was yes, also he on on an episode on yep. the Memo Pixel episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that game for me is actually a very like. I don't know, calming game in that way. It, it yeah. seems like what 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 need is filling for you is a sense of community. Definitely, like in, in, it's really like the community first, and then the game is yeah. supplementary to that. At least for that circumstance, for definitely. that circumstance, yes. which yeah. which was a a weird circumstance, but that video game helped me deal with that kind of feeling that That's I cool. had at mm-hmm. the end of the day of I feel like I have you feel no alone. friends here yeah. yeah and then you have us yeah exactly <laughs> and then I have like Genji 10, behind. Genji 10 behind. people Reaper, what are you doing Lewis like, heal heal like 10 people like talking to me in my ear <laughs> yeah. and then depending on who you're playing with because we have somebody who's in the Middle East yeah we have somebody yeah, friends, who's yeah. we have we have another friend that we play with that's in, in you know Los Angeles Philly. yeah Philly I mean we have them all over the place all so over the place yeah. and great group group of people and super funny every single one and um so yeah in that way for that circumstance video games helped me with those kind of feelings cool Cool. yeah what about you joe i have two modes very simple modes uh there's the 
I will put, put Dr. Mario on level 20, and then I will just see how far I can go. Usually around, I think that stops counting around 36. I, I, I lose count too after that too. So I don't know. I don't know how far I get, <laughs> but I get pretty far. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's an accomplishment. It's mm. like the, uh, the, the complete and utter stress of having no space whatsoever to begin with and then watching all of the puzzle kind of flo- float down into nothingness. I, I de-stress and just kind of do that. And then I have the other way where I would I would go to Smash Brothers. I would put three Luigi's on, put them on level ten or level nine, and then I would just go to town. Yeah, and that, that you was just how beat, beat up, up Luigi's. Yeah. 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 Damn, I, okay, I've I've gotten a lot better now. I choose some other characters, like, but it used to just Luigi be Luigi. That much? No, I actually love him. I just really liked that him. That makes it even worse somehow. Yeah, it does, no. doesn't it? It's messed up. <laughs> until I until I re- realized the polygon thing was a thing. I, Wait, what? You know when they had the the polygon fighting polygon team. Oh, in the, in yeah. melee, I think, and in the in brawl, they mm-hmm. had a they have it in the last one too. It's actually, but now it's called I don't know what the hell it's called now. It's another thing, but it's a there'd be ninety nine enemies and you have to yeah. kill ninety nine of them yeah. as fast and as you like can. They're like really weak, and you, right? You but just, they start weak and then right. they get really they get much better. And right. blank slates, right? Yeah. So I I used to do that uh, for hours and just kind of de stress by beating ninety nine of these things and seeing how fast I could do it if I could get faster. And usually I couldn't. It was almost always the very first time I did it. I did it really, really well. I have plateaued. That is the best it's going to get. And then after that, I was like, why is it 10 seconds longer? I did everything faster. So, But I, Dr. Mario, I would say, is probably... And, and Animal Crossing actually used to be in there. But I, I, whenever I used to get stressed and I couldn't chill out, I would turn on Animal Crossing so, and fish for a few hours. Yeah. So like familiarity. Yeah. It's, it's got to be mindless. And mm. those things are mindless to me. Playing yeah. Dr. Mario puzzle-wise is mindless to right. me. Yeah. It's just turn it on and then just tune out. Right. Cool. Turn it on and tune it out. That's Welcome to the 1960s. Okay. <laughs> Turn on, tune out. Yeah. <laughs> with mums the, po- the word. I was just about to say, mums. With a pocket full of mums. Pocket full of mums. Pocket mums full the word. of mums. <laughs> it's never going to oh, die. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going to make a whole 60s folk album by yeah. the end of this podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? That's going to be the beginning of season three. Yeah. Season three will be that. Taste of dragons. You're, you're announced season three with an album. We're just yeah. all hippies. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, good topic there, sir. Yeah. yeah thank I you liked all. It. I dug uh, it. Now that brings us to our dragon of the week. Adieu. It's the dragon of the week. Oh, it's so sweet. It's the dragon of the week. Oh, it's so neat. Dragon of the week. The dragon of the week is our chance to shine a little light on industry professionals who inspire us to play the games that we play. And this week, we're going to be talking about someone that Brian's bringing to the table. That's right. This is a table that we're sitting at. Uh, (laughs) And the Dragon Week uh, this week uh, is a man by the name of Jerry Lawson. Uh, He was the head of the team that created the cartridge-based video game system, the Fairchild Channel F. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I am about to learn something. Yeah. Because almost nobody knows <laughs> about I, this. I don't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn my chair towards you. I'm going to look you in the eye. I am ready to learn. Oh, well, good luck looking me in the eye because I'm going to be looking down at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. Uh, so, uh, so Jerry, he was born in 1940 and raised in Queens, New York. And uh, from a young age, his parents encouraged him to pursue a love for whatever he wanted to do. And uh, what he wanted to do, and what he was really good at, was electronics. Uh, So much so that he was employed at a couple of TV repair shops in the city uh, to help with repairs when he was only 16 or 17. Okay. Wow. Uh, But I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, uh, Yes, he even started earlier than that. Oh, gosh. Uh, So so his parents were very involved in what he did. Uh, His father had a love of science and uh, shared that with his son. And his mom wanted her son to have the best education possible. Uh, she drove Jerry around to several schools and interviewed the schools to see if they were a good fit. Uh, she was like one of the original people who did like the busing. Uh, she shopped. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, she did well because uh, even though uh, the school he went to was 99% white and his mom said they had lived somewhere that they really didn't mm-hmm. um, and he had to travel a very long way both ways to school, it was 100% worth it. Well done, mama. Yeah. Nice. Um, and the reason why is because uh, he remembers his first grade teacher uh, saw a picture of George Washington Carver hanging next to his desk. That's cool. Um, and he told Jerry, hey, that could be you someday. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he was like, that got him thinking, like, yeah, 
that could be. Oh. And this is first grade. I mean, yeah. this is, you know, this is really so early. Uh, so that combined with his natural ability and the encouragement from his parents made him try and successfully get his ham radio license in his early teens. Um, nice. Ham radio is one of those things, giant antennas, all that jazz. Uh, he originally went to his building and they told him no. But then he lo mm -hmm. started looking up laws and he realized he was in federally funded uh, living. Okay. And in those, they can't say no because it's a federal <gasps> oh. building. That's right. So he was Do like, it. He's like all right, I'm going to get my license. Nice. That's right. Is, is a ham radio like the original chat room? Yes. 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 <laughs> 100%. Oh, yeah. Well, I think, I think an actual chat room may have been the original chat room. Like being in a room, oh, like no, chatting okay. with people, yeah, just talking chatting with people, anonymously. Yes, yes. <laughs> Although yeah. then again, no, because then you had like the, the the parties where you could put the masks on, the masquerade oh, parties, masquerade, yeah. masquerade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, so this guy goes off to college, and um, and he goes off to college, and he doesn't get a degree. He goes to two different colleges, doesn't get a degree. Okay. However. Uh, he's so good at what he does, he still goes to work with companies doing electronics work. Awesome. Um, his yeah. very first job, uh, he was hired by Federal Electric to fly to Newfoundland and finish a radar dish installation. Wow. Like, cool. All yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and apparently his, his first love was radar. Um, and uh, next to that, computers are easy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know a damn thing about radars, but I can tell you everything about computers. <laughs> uh, so he, uh, he bounced around at a couple of different companies and uh, finally arised, arrived at Kaiser in Palo Alto, California. And while he was there, he was helping to design um, HUDs or heads-up displays for the Air Force and a couple of other different things. Um, and it was there that he got familiar with military-grade equipment. And he realized that consumer-grade equipment has to be way stronger than that because people can't be trained one-on-one -on -one like they had everything in the military. Mm. Uh, they have to be designed for idiots <laughs> for the most part. Not wrong. <laughs> Whereas, you know, if somebody messes something up in the military, they can get reprimanded. They can right. get court-martialed, but uh, not Karen. <laughs> not Karen. <laughs> uh, so, um, so from there, he was headhunted by Fairchild, uh, who gave him a bunch of options on what he wanted to do while there. And so he chose to be the first in the company to run a division that would travel around the country and help customers one-on-one -on -one with their designs. And uh, he ended up doing such a good job, uh, they allowed him to hire a team of engineers to also do the same job as him. And so it was during this time that he was in the Homebrew Computer Club, which, if you don't know, is a very mythical club back in California, uh, where he met people in industry. Uh, he actually knew Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. Oh, wow. Um, in fact, he turned Wozniak down for a job at Fairchild as an uh, engineer. <laughs> your loss, Wozniak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, he was unimpressed with both of them. Wow. <laughs> yep. Okay. It was just like that that scene in Forrest Gump with yeah. Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, What's this fruit company? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, well, if we're going to go along that, that, uh, that road, uh, he also knew the creator of Pong and talked with him regularly. Get out of here. Uh, um, and the, the creator complained that people were getting free games from the cabinet because uh, they could like stick in a wire hanger in order oh, to right. do the things. Ah. They could do like a little electrical signal in order oh, to Oh, the 70s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, so he was like, all right, you know, that, that kind of stinks. Uh, but Jerry had developed his own video game before this called Demolition Derby, uh, but he didn't create a cabinet for it. So he came up a way, with a way to foil thieves trying to get free games and put a cabinet and a pizza parlor down the street with the technology in it. So it would have a uh, it would have a sensor so that they would calculate how long it would take for a coin to go past the sensor normally. Mm -hmm. So if it was anything longer or earlier than that, it wouldn't give you a coin. So you oh. had to know the exact distance in order to do that. Wow. <laughs> uh, so uh, Fairchild, his company they worked for, uh, heard about this though, and it kind of caused an uproar at, uh, with the upper management. Uh, so they quietly asked him if he could start working on a secret gaming division at the company <laughs> and only report to the VP. Not even his boss could know what, uh, was, what was going on. Uh, so since he was already head of a bunch of engineers, he got them working on a gaming console. Wow. Damn. Damn, <laughs> uh, now, gaming consoles at this time were sold with games already in them. Uh, there was no swapping of games or anything. If a console was sold with four games, oh, kind of like the uh, Game Gear Micro. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. They, oh yeah, they he helped, all, he helped make this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was it. Uh, so he was. So they're trying to come up with a way to swap games safely. 
so a company called Alpix Computer Corporation licensed some technology to Fairchild, uh, but it had to be refined to be viable. So Jerry, along with two other guys at Fairchild called Ron Smith and Nick Tausfore, uh, did exactly that. Uh, it was such new technology that the FCC had to test every single cartridge game to make sure it didn't give off too much radiation. Wow. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. so it wasn't each individual, but every single new game they developed, yeah. they, they is, had to send to the FCC. This is what parents of the 80s were saying when they said video games will kill you. Yeah, right. <laughs> they were right. <laughs> this, is, this is what they were talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it was, yeah, the way they had to do it because they were concerned like it was going to build up too much static electricity with the contacts and yeah. everything because mm-hmm. you're going in and out. So, yeah, they were able to do it. So... So you might be thinking, huh, I don't remember the Fairchild Channel F video game system. Uh, And you'd be right, because it didn't sell well. (laughs) Uh, But that was kind of mainly due to other companies uh, seeing the cartridge system and copying it. Of course, Uh, as always. You know, mainly Atari. Uh, So so the Fairchild Channel F came out in 1976, and the Atari VCS came out in 1977 and destroyed it. Sneaky bastards. So... um, uh, after this, Jerry would go on to start his own company in 1980 called Videosoft. Uh, that would make uh, it actually made a color bar generator for the Atari 2600 uh, to help calibrate video displays. Wow. So, okay. Really interesting. No, stole, no hard feelings. Stole nope. my idea. <laughs> no hard feelings. Yeah. <laughs> make money off of it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after that, he did leave the game industry, but he did still do consulting work with them. Good. Um, but unfortunately, he would largely be forgotten until a guy named Benj Edwards had a chance meeting with him at a vintage gaming convention and did an interview with him online in 2009. Um, and it's the only known inter- interview ever done with Jerry. Uh, so, wow. so. Uh, he was always going to like these these old gaming conventions though and just like giving speeches and doing things right. but nobody really knew who he was because wow. i mean it was back in the like 70s how important his contribution to the yeah. games industry yeah. has yeah. been yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. uh so but in 2011 though somebody brought to the uh international game developers association <gasps> if they were going to ever recognize him oh good and okay. the igda had no idea who he was <gasps> oh Mandy, the no. story continues though the story <laughs> continues. continues i feel like this is gonna i feel like this is gonna end up really good yeah uh, that person <laughs> did make it his mission to have jerry recognized yes do so it so finally in that year uh, in march of that year he was given an informal ceremony because unfortunately jerry was sick and couldn't really wait for a formal oh. setting oh, oh gosh <laughs> No. But he did get a recognition from the IGDA. It's okay. sad and happy. It's However, true. unfortunately, one month later, on April 9th, 2011, <sighs> Jerry passed away from diabetes. Okay. Uh, but he leaves a long-lasting memory for anyone who has ever blown on a cartridge or changed oh. a disc in a system. Yeah. Oh. So, to Jerry see, Lawson. And you see, now it makes sense, though, because cartridges are so sturdy. We yeah. would throw them all the time. It's like, <laughs> yeah. that guy and made they, radars. And they <laughs> yeah. still worked. Yeah. He can make a cartridge. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, thank you, Jerry. Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. I feel enriched. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Thanks, Brian, You're for welcome. bringing Jerry to our mind. And, and spread the word about Jerry out spread there. Spread the word about Jerry. <laughs> Tell yeah. people about Jerry. So oh, cool. Thanks. So yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So unfortunately, that brings us to the end of this week's episode, though. Bop. <laughs> we're working on an outro. We're, we're doing it's, it. It's a working. It'll progress. happen eventually. Yeah. That was perfect. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that was the one. W I P. Sorry, that was really good. All right, so uh, but. You know, as always, you can find us online. Yes. Uh, check us out on Instagram at Taste the Dragons. Uh, thank you all for this week as we took a pause on social media to, to highlight other conversations for, right. for joining us in that with uh, the show must be paused um, on Twitter as well at Taste the Dragons and our, our new YouTube content will be kicking up um, as well, burgeoning. Uh, we also want to give a, a, a quick shout out online to Lewis over here, who on who, who outside of podcasting is a fantastic writer uh, <laughs> in, in the script world. Um, check him out at Full Size Lewis on Instagram as well, and also check out his two one person plays that he put together during the pandemic. Uh, look up I F and Hate You and I F and Love You. Watch the latter one first. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) On YouTube. Uh, it is a good watch. Yeah, it's amazing what you can do when you don't have any gaming console <laughs> at all. At all. Yeah. L- Lewis, I had yeah, no video them. games <laughs> since This is a gaming podcast, <laughs> Since March 15th, I 
left New York to like chill in Florida for like spring break. Just spring break, yeah. yo. And then, you know, the world got set on fire and <laughs> I couldn't go back to New York. To get his PS4. To get my PS4. So, so I had no video games. You know, you know, all those good feelings he talked about with Overwatch they didn't community? Exist anymore. Nothing. <laughs> March 15th all the way until like now. Yeah. Yeah. So he worked on two explicitly lettered uh, plays to work yeah, out his exactly. exactly. I'm like, you know what? I can't really do yeah. much. I'm going to do this stuff. Yeah. In, in, in all things aside, you have been doing amazing things yeah. outside of here with your with uh, with writing. And you've definitely been very productive during the pandemic. So Thanks. well done. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Very well done. And uh yeah, so that brings us to the end of this week's episode. So, uh, as always, though, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. My name is Amanda. I'm Joe. And I'm Lewis. And we are The, the Taste, Taste of Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Three for three, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast, a podcast for everyone's taste.